Hello and good morning. This is your host, Collins, and we are just, I'm just going to jump right in it for Coffee with Collins. Coffee with Collins is a weekly, sometimes monthly, I don't know, my mental health is kind of all over the place, podcast where we kind of talk about mental health and other human issues that arise. We talk about it over a cup of coffee or whatever drink selection that you'd like. Sometimes there are dog barks. Sometimes there are pauses. Sometimes there are awkward whatever. But that's kind of how it is. So I have a cup of coffee brewing for you. I got your favorite mug. I got a seat right next to me at the table. And I just want to chat. I just want to chat with you today. Remember, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Collins. You can always find me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at Callsworks. We are on Patreon where you are getting exclusive content. I just posted like everything going on with my mental health that I am way too fucking scared and I posted it on this um, with ads um, on Anchor and then I deleted it last week so if you heard it um, and then it was gone I'm really sorry I'm just kind of in that wave of mind right now and it's really hard to be that vulnerable this public and I know my podcast isn't you know trending or on some top lists of the best podcasts ever it's just me being me and it's scary to just be you uncensored so let's just chat today I got a lot on my mind it is Thanksgiving as I'm recording this and I'll probably just upload this um but I'm just really thankful for a lot of things right now and I'm really thankful for who I am and who I'm becoming but also doing it with you and relating to your human life story and starting these conversations because let's be honest life is really fucking scary and it's really fucking brutal and knowing that there are other people having similar life experiences kind of really validates it. So today's conversation, as you can see in the title, is why we should talk shit about our friends. I do want to thank my wonderful patrons over on Patreon. We have Yops, we have L, we have Sam, we have Nacho Princess, we have Mike. Thank you so much for your contributions over at Patreon. I really love the conversations that we're having over there. Remember, you can be a $1 a month uh, patron and you get exclusive content. You get behind the scenes content and you get um, that podcast that I was mentioning that where I kind of go off the rails a little bit that I'm not going <laughs> to outside of a paywall because that's terrifying. But you can subscribe for $1, $5, $10, and please don't and subscribe for $20. That sounds very overwhelming, and I'd have to deliver. But there are different tiers and different things that you will get. We do have merch uh, over at Teespring. The link is down below. I'm going to be putting up our holiday merch. I'm hoping that you can get it before Christmas. If not, it'll be a really good... Uh, 
it'll be a really good reminder of how much the holidays sucks. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, forced family fun. I love it. Anyways, let's jump into the podcast. I love you. And let's just jump right in. All right, so let's jump right into it. So I want to talk about why shit talking about your friends, your significant other, your family can actually be really beneficial to you. I think I think it's safe to admit that we all shit talk. We all talk poorly. We either say things we don't mean, we vent, or we actually do mean them. And we do feel that way, but we don't feel safe to communicate them to that person. So... What I wanted to like kind of talk about is like my personal experience because you know what? I've shit talked in my life. I bet you have shit talked in your life. And I I think we should not feel ashamed about that. I don't think that we should feel shameful that we've had to process feelings about things that are important to us. And you know, I, I get loyalty and I get wanting to protect people and I get wanting to do all these things because we shouldn't be shit talking just for the sake of shit talking for the sake of being an asshole but I think everybody has to talk everybody has to process emotions everyone has to process things so I, I, I think I think it's necessary to bring up how healthy it is and how we should normalize it So you're probably asking how this came to be. Why am I bringing this up now? But I was mentioning to my partner that the reason why my best friend doesn't like someone that we both are acquainted with is because I've talked shit about them and my best friend being very loyal to me and also kind of on the same wavelength doesn't like this person. And I apologize, Dublin the dog is walking around thinking that she is going to get a treat somehow because I dropped a bunch of treats earlier and she got to gobble them up because, let's face it, when you drop something on the ground, excuse me, Dublin, (laughs) did you drink too much water, sweet baby? Are you okay? Come lay down. Anyways, so I think when we talk shit about certain people, repeatedly it creates a narrative of people that we've never met but now we might have a negative connotation to them and then they might experience this person and those attributes that are shitty and you can come up with your own opinion about the person whether positive or negative personally i think i shit i shit talk to validate my feelings to not feel crazy I think that a lot of mental illness um, kind of makes people feel a little crazy makes people feel abnormal makes people feel like the feelings that they're feeling aren't justified and we're just shitting on people because we're neurodivergent or we have anxiety or we have xyz but I think it's beneficial to shit talk people because guess what nobody's fucking perfect but I brought this to my partner's attention I was like yeah I shit talk you know this 
person that we have in common, I shit talk them. I've shit talked them to my best friend. Don't you shit talk? And my partner said no. That he never shit talks people. And I don't know how anyone cannot shit talk. Like, I don't know how you can exist as a person and not go, that person offended me. I feel weird about it, but I don't want to confront them right now because it would seem X, Y, Z. You know, it would seem like I'm blowing things out of proportion. It would seem like I'm coming out of left field or, you know, maybe, maybe it is me. Maybe I'm the issue. So I'm going to keep it inside. Maybe talk to someone on the side to get unbiased um, information. Um, you know, we kind of keep ourselves in check that way. Um, but I think my best friend, like many of your best friends, are very intelligent people and they complement our lives. That's why they're our best friends. They are the best people to keep around. And I owe so much to my best friend. My best friend is my soulmate, my lifeblood. They are the piece that keeps me sane. They are the companion like no other companion. They are my life and blood and when I bounce things off them or when I tell them like oh this this thing is like you know bothering me but if I didn't elaborate they would feel like I'm hiding something from them right so I think that shit talking to your best friend and having a best friend that's willing to say no you're in the wrong or no you're in the right is really good and I think it's very healthy. But I, I want to talk about like mental health. And I want to talk about the benefits of talking shit. Because I think that talking shit is a good thing. We should talk shit. And here's why. Okay. So I, I found an article about a mental health um, professional named Dr. Goli Sadi. And if I butchered that, I'm really sorry. Um, But they explained why gossiping can be beneficial to a person. So they mentioned that it can help let off steam in small doses. They said, there is absolutely a stress-relieving element every time we share woes with a trusted individual. The key is trusted. If two individuals are in a secure friendship, talking freely is highly therapeutic and addressing the elephant in the room is very important. So having these little like bursts of, oh my God, I got a vent. Oh my God, I got to tell you what happened at my job. Oh my God, I have to tell you about this shitty thing that happened. Like not keeping it inside is healthy. And I don't know, like, maybe if you've had a poor experience about, you know, venting your frustrations to someone, maybe find a different person to vent your frustrations to. There are certain people that I wouldn't vent my frustrations to. They, you know, keyword trusted. So I wouldn't trust telling them or conveying the information. 
in fear of them telling that person to resolve the issue. Because I do have friends who are very like quick to advocate. Like, okay, let's nip, nip this in the bud. Let's, let's resolve this situation. And those friends are great when you're ready to do that. But I think you should always have a best friend or someone that you're just able to just say, I need to vent about this. And do it. But if you're always choosing, I, th- I think it could be harmful if you're always choosing the same person to always vent about the same shit. You know what I mean? Like if, if I only go to you, 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 um, if I only go to you to talk the same shit about this person, but I never do anything about it. I, I feel like you being a sensible person, hello, you're listening to this podcast, but I feel like you as a sensible person would go, hey, uh, Collins, I, th- I think you might need to bring this up to this person because it's really fucking annoying when one person just talks shit about the same person and you don't care, maybe. Um, I I just watched... American Crime Story, the um, impeachment one. So if you don't know, it's about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So Monica Lewinsky confided in Linda Tripp, someone who was her coworker, about her relationship with Bill Clinton. I assure you, my age demographic knows about the Lewinsky scandal. But if you don't know, Monica Lewinsky had an affair with the president of the United States and someone found out while she was working in the, you know, white house and they transferred her out to work in the Pentagon. She confided in this woman named Linda Tripp, who also was transferred to the Pentagon after, um, you can Google that. Um, but they became instant friends. They found a kinship together, but Linda Tripp talked to a publisher and was like, there is a girl working in the Pentagon who had a relationship with the president. And at the time, the president of the United States had a sexual assault allegation from his time when he was governor in Arkansas. So because Linda Tripp was a Republican and wanted to see Bill Clinton rightfully so be... Uh, brought to justice for his sexual harassment crimes, there was a scenario where she's hearing about Monica Lewinsky having an affair because he was married. So she thought this would be a great, a great um, person to bring up during this trial. And Linda Tripp started recording her phone calls, her daily phone calls with Monica Lewinsky, where Monica, during these phone calls, went into adamant detail about her affair with Bill Clinton. And we know that there are laws against one party consent to recording. And the way that this whole friendship imploded on itself because Linda Tripp wanted a book deal. She wanted fame and fortune. She wanted she wanted out of the Pentagon because she felt like it was beneath her. So she wanted to be vindicated 
with this intel, this information. But in turn, it cost Monica Lewinsky. And it cost her her friendship. That was not a good friend. You know, if I'm confiding in someone about an affair, which is not a great thing, not morally just, but you're telling these things to a non-trusted person, I, I, I think that that's where it falls in the cracks. You know, we have to be careful with who we do share information to, but also know that... I mean, not everyone is going to be selling your story to a tabloid, but it is beneficial to process a tough experience with a friend, with a coworker, with a boss, with a family member, to a trusted individual to come up to a solution rather than just shit talking, you know? Um, It is beneficial to shit talk because your best friend or whomever you're venting to might provide some guidance or just kind of validate your experience. This, uh, this medical professional, Dr. Saeed, also mentioned that it can help you spot red flags in a friendship or a relationship Um, often we get like weird vibes about people. Maybe we moved in with a new roommate and they're giving off weird vibes and you're like, what the heck? Why do I feel this way? Let me shit talk. Let me tell a friend. Let me gossip about this. And they can either say, you know, that's pretty normal or, oh, that is something to be concerned about. You know, I think, uh, parasocial gossip, um, in, you know, in the instance of relationships, I guess, um, can help you discover things that you wouldn't have recognized. I know that when I've shit talked about previous relationships to be like, is this normal that people do this? Is this normal? And some of my friends have been like, no, that is normal. Or yes, that is normal. Uh, Once I dated Uh, a man who had recently gotten out of a marriage and they were very guarded. And I have brought that up to my friends of like, why do I feel like they're not telling me the truth? Why do I feel like they're hiding things from me? And I get information from people with in different walks of life who've been like, you know what, after you get out of a marriage where the result is X, Y, Z, It can feel like this, you know, it can feel like you need to protect yourself and that's why they need to feel to protect that. So those can be relationship, red flags, pink flags, yellow flags, what what have you. Um, But also like helping you spot red flags, like getting weird vibes about people and talking it through with a friend or a trusted person or, you know, even your partner can lead to more important revelations about yourself. Uh, finding out your issues and why people treat you that way. Um, like finding out that, a, you know, a person is spreading rumors about you. The only way that you would know is if you ask other people or other people tell you that information it it kind of helps us grow and become safer with each other. I don't know. I feel like 
bringing those things to light is really important. Um, There was a 2012 study where participants who cared the most about someone being untrustworthy were actually more likely to talk behind other people's backs, but for a good reason. And it's to warn the group about potential toxic friends. We see this in shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, where they're always saying this person isn't here for the right reasons. And they talk shit about them behind their back to kind of validate, like, I'm feeling these things about this person. This feels off about this person. They aren't here for the right reasons. I don't want someone that I care about to waste their time with someone like this, you know? I think discussing that sort of behavior can either legitimately hurt you, it can hurt other friends, but it can really provide a better solution rather than just ignoring it and not making it a problem. There are, there, there's more things to this, <laughs> this um, finding from Dr. Saeed, but um, one thing that like kind of blew my mind was it can make your annoying friend a better person. And I don't, I feel like we all have an annoying friend. And if you don't know who your annoying friend is, you're like, you're the annoying friend, which I didn't make that rule up. But I think it's funny to think about. But I've always felt like I'm the annoying friend. I feel like I've always been like second tier to people because people can only take me in doses or they can only take me in pieces. But it's all finding like the people that you want to keep in your life and who love you and trust you and are similar bonding. But there was a study done in 2014 that Dr. Said mentions is that people who were gossiped about ended up improving their selfish or deceptive behavior so that they could feel accepted and liked by the group again. AKA your shit talking, your friend who always you know, flakes out on plans. And it might be ultimately good for that person to hear that it bothers people. I am the flaker. (laughs) I've been the one to be like, I can't do these things because I have anxiety. But it's so hard to just like, hey, I'm really anxious today. And I've always chopped it up to I'm not feeling well, because like, that's, you know, easier for people to digest I guess but like if you bring that up to a friend or like a group of friends and be like hey we all feel like you're just flaking a lot like it can help improve that really shitty behavior um I have never really been that oblivious to my toxic traits I guess um but I definitely had no idea in one scenario that I had boundary issues until it kind of blew up in my face with a person who decided to no longer be friends with me. And it's like, how do, how do I not know that like I have boundary issues? How did, how did I not know? And it's not, and it's kind of like that intervention that has to happen. Like you, you're talking about this with a friend, like, Hey, this person in our friend group, they're being, you know, flaky and they're having boundary issues and they're codependent. And they're like, yeah, I've, I've also endured that. Okay. Let's figure out how to confront them or provide a solution. And, and then you've only made that relationship better. How they receive it isn't always positive, Because you have to deliver that information appropriately. But 
that comes to my next point of like, when does it go wrong? You know, shit talking also teaches you what not to do. Dr. Saeed um, mentioned what irritates us about other people can be information about our own actions, whether we decide to continue to pursue a relationship with that person or not. Uh, They mentioned this 2017 study that shows that participants who spotted bad behavior in a video became more aware of the norms after gossiping about said behavior. Dissecting why subtle actions are inconsiderate or upsetting to others will help us grow to be better people to not do those things. And it's kind of those things of like, okay, I learned in myself, like things that bother me in my roommate ships is I don't mind like lived in messy, but when it becomes dirty and gross and dingy, like where is the balance? Where is the balance of lived in but tidy and lived in in chaos? And I think that speaks to like the way I grew up because you know, my mom never wanted to let go of things. She always had boxes around. She always had things that were piled, yet was always concerned about fire exits <laughs> and making sure that, like, there was always a path to get outside and there's always a path, like, to leave. And to me, I always panic when I'm in a place and I can't find an exit and I can't find like a clear like if I needed to get the fuck out of there um, a clear path did to get the fuck out of there but like it bothers me when people aren't as considerate of my cleanly habits I I need rooms to smell good I need surfaces to be clear I need pathways I need to not step over boxes or like you know be obstructed but I feel Like, if we go to the opposite spectrum of, like, things are, like, so clean, they look sterile, I feel sick. So it's, like, finding that balance. And when people don't use common sense and when they leave out dirty things, like, I get so repulsed. And I've learned that about myself. And there are people who can live more on that. I want to vomit. (laughs) That makes me feel really uncomfortable uh, thinking about people that are comfortable living in, you know, a much dirtier environment. And it's only because of my personal experience. I mean, I'm currently looking at a coffee table covered in my makeup items. That doesn't creep me out. But if it's like wrappers or crinkled up paper towels or empty cups that are you know half full and they look dirty like that that gives me anxiety so shit talking like my roommates cleaning behavior to my best friend to be like is this normal like is it normal that I'm getting weirded out by this sometimes they say yeah it's weird you need to calm down or they're saying you know have some compassion these people you know work on this schedule or you need to have you know a better insight about this or they're just saying you know what like we get it we get it and maybe that starts that conversation to feel less alienated 
ideally you want to be able to listen to your friends uh, vent about scenarios and how you can assist, but it's important to just let them vent and ask permission. Can I speak and offer a solution or do you want to vent? And that has to be your relationship with that person. Shit talking at best makes us a little bit less shitty, you know? It makes us more aware of things because it uses communication. So to that I say, hey partner, I get that you don't want to shit talk about people and you don't want to see people in a bad light and you don't want to make things a bad whatever you don't want bad blood you don't want there to be negative feelings or connotations and that you'd rather suck it up to make yourself feel less so that people can live in bliss and I love you so much partner and I love you if you feel that way as well but shit talking is healthy and necessary to be better people I think It's important to surround yourself with people who are of a like mind, who might differ side to side, but it's imperative for your safety, your growth, your mental state, your place in society to shit talk. But remember... People are people too. And as much as we fucking hate people and I prefer dogs over people because dogs are so much easier. I can shit talk my dog all day. Yeah, Penny, I'm shit talking you. I can talk about how she knocked over the garbage and started eating my Kleenex that I used and started eating it. And that's that's really shitty behavior. And if a human did that, we'd be like, you need to go to a mental institution. I, I wouldn't want to be friends with a person like that, but my dog. My dog just does it to be closer to me. Please don't do that as a human. Please don't fucking do that as a human. But it's so much easier to have bonds with pets than people because people are messy. People are always progressing and always evolving. People are always learning. People are always becoming better. People are always disappointing us. We are always disappointing us. People are always failing. But the thing about people is that we're able to learn. My dog doesn't learn. She's been doing the same fucking behavior all the time. People take some time. And if people aren't listening or they aren't adjusting, it's kind of time to walk away. Shit talking is that temperature test. It's that how does this person deal with confrontation? Personally, I love confrontation. I love communicating 
I love being over communicative to where I second guess everything. But I feel like I wasn't like this two years ago. Where two years ago I didn't want to talk about things. Please don't talk to me about things. It's really hard for me to hear constructive criticism because if there's anybody in the planet who needs to learn how to be a better person, it's me because I've always called myself a shitty person. And being self-deprecating and just labeling yourself as a shitty person, well, I can't improve because I'm a shitty person, don't do that. And I'm telling myself that. Don't do that. We need to create space where we can feel free to shit talk to a trusted person, whether it be a family member, a partner, a best friend. But we need to create those spaces where we can just say, I need to vent about this. Okay, I'm ready to let you provide some solutions and trust that that person has your best interest in mind. Because if we aren't actively working on ourselves to promote others to actively work on themselves, then why the fuck are we even having relationships with each other? If you are set and you're like, I'm the best person, I'm the best version of myself, by all means, thank you. Show me the way. Because time after time, I've learned things about myself through shit talking, through venting, through the power of parasocial relationships through everything I learned to be better because I want to make the world better because the world is fucking shitty it's fucking shitty so do yourself a favor do the world a favor let's try to improve ourselves make ourselves a little bit healthier have healthier relationships But also know that we are going to shit talk. It's okay to shit talk. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Coffee with Collins podcast. I'm your host, Collins. Remember, you can monetarily subscribe to this podcast over on Patreon, just like my friends have. You could subscribe for a dollar, help host this website, help help our website, help bring more merch or bring more things and make it more interactive. I have so many ideas for 2022, which is in a couple weeks, which kind of makes my brain. We're not going there. Brain has already melted. So I hope this edified you and kind of created more of a conversation go over to patreon and let's chat about it i'd be happy to have that conversation with you because shit talking is healthy so let's keep shit talking and becoming better people if not for ourselves, for our dogs you can find us on instagram at Coffee with Collins. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Callsorgs. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to the planet. 
And I hope that you never run out of coffee. See you guys next time for another episode of Coffee with Collins. Bye.